What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 179 of The Spectators. My name is Julian. I am here with BK Brooklyn to my right. What is going on, brother? Welcome in. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. What's popping, bro? Dude, it is a tournament Monday if we have ever had one. This might be the most tournament Monday of all time, even. Some would say. The streets are clamoring. We got the women's NCAA March Madness. We got the men's March Madness. And we got the World Baseball Classic. Three of the best tournaments, just period, point blank. That's it. There's some of the best there are. They're all happening at the same time? Tournaments everywhere. 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 And it's like beginning, it's like springtime, so there's like travel sports tournaments going on. At work, I had girls soccer teams coming through all weekend. What's going on? Spring break. It's 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 tournament season for spring break. So if you guys are on spring break, hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're unwinding a little bit if you're in school and if you're a nine to fiver. Tough. Um, it's spring tough. break. If you're just like a corporate person, brutal. It, it doesn't exist. It's not. It a doesn't real thing. exist for you. It's not a real thing, but it kind of does because you know, spring break, March Madness typically go hand in hand, and um. But the thing that doesn't usually go hand-to-hand that is the World Baseball Classic. That's where we're going to start today's episode. World Baseball Classic. We talked a little bit about the pool play last episode. We were about one bracket was done. The U.S.'s was still kind of cooking. And same with the Dominican and Puerto Rico. Uh, To end last week, we had an absolute banger of a game between Puerto Rico and the Dominican. To send Puerto Rico to the second round, they went to the... um, it was a round of 16 or quarterfinal, yeah, quarterfinals. And then we got to it was the weird the way they did this all was strange, where those pools weren't done yet, and Italy had already advanced. Like they were just in already. And then Japan already did also. So this Japan Italy game and this Cuba Australia game happened well before the other pools were even decided. Yeah, and so going into last night's game with um with the USA and Cuba, which we'll get more into in a second, but Cuba was on four days of rest, and USA was coming off a back to back. It was very very horrible scheduling, which we we mentioned at the beginning when we were talking about this tournament. But you know we've had concerns about the USA. We've had our concerns. The, the first game they start Adam Wainwright, and we're like, oh no. Second game, I, I a, second game I is Nick Martinez, terrible. and we're like, no shot. It's <laughs> just no shot for starting Nick Martinez, and he got lit up. Mexico went crazy on us. I had a bad take. I, I didn't think we were getting out of the pool. I right? did say it was a terrible take. I that we hey, are on the I, record with how bad of a take. I, I it, it's on the record. On the record. I, I don't shy away from it. I every time I. Every home run Trey Turner has hit so far, I've said, wow, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> Big I, I dumb just, idiot. <laughs> no, no matter how, how good the team was on paper, I just looked at them and I was like, I, I don't, I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel it, but they feel it is it. what it is. They feel, they it. feel it. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And so they had a really fantastic game. One of the best baseball games I've really ever seen with uh, them in Venezuela in the quarterfinals. And, them just playing Venezuela at all was crazy because USA being a runner-up just probably shouldn't have happened. Venezuela being a pool winner probably just shouldn't have happened. Although Venezuela is amazing, and they probably were the best team out of that group of death, right? They, they had Puerto Rico and the Dominican, and they, they, had a, they had a brutal one over there. But 
They win theirs. USA gets runner-up, and they pretty much get the matchup of the tournament outside of this potential championship in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it took, and and we were all in a Discord. I don't remember if you were in that or not, but we were in a Discord watching. I, I was not. Mm-hmm. We were watching this game, and Trey Turner comes up, and it's bases loaded. U.S. is down three. And Venezuela looked amazing, right? There was there was a there was a point in this game where Venezuela had bases loaded, and we had some schmuck on the mound. I think we just took Daniel Bard out, and it was like reliever B that was kind of really good last year, but then had a weird point. And he plays for a crappy team. I think it was um Jason Adams. So Jason Adams actually a great reliever. He was on the he's on the Rays, and he he was really good. Luis Arise comes up, bases loaded for Venezuela, and we're in this call. We're like, dog. There's no other player in the modern modern baseball mm. that I'd rather have up than Luis Arise. I don't know of a player that I can think of I'd rather have up than Luis Arise when I need a ball in play since, like, Tony Gwynn. Like, it's that far back. Like, he's that crazy. It's like not swinging yeah, at balls and putting the ball in play. And guess what he did? He got a hit. And it was like, oh, well, who would have thought? And Venezuela goes up three. And we're like, oh, we're, we're just cooked. We're done. Because they were rolling. And we couldn't hit. And our relievers were crumbling. And it was like, wow, this is bad. And then Trey Turner comes out with bases loaded. And I'm in this Discord like, wow, there's nobody I'd rather not have up right now than Trey Turner. And not because I don't think Trey Turner's clutch or anything like that. But, like, Trey Turner has a high percentage of his hits that wind up being, like, infield singles. That's just kind of how his game kind of works sometimes. Yeah, that, that spot you needed. You needed. A you want a ball in the outfield. And, and typically, typically, you're not going to get that from Trey because, like, you're, you're not really looking at Trey as going to be that power guy. That, yeah, that's and he, hit, hit he hits him. He hits him, right? He hits home runs. He does. And, he, does. and he, gets, he gets plenty of balls in the outfield and extra base hits and all that. But he hits a lot of, a lot of his hits coming yeah. infield single form and i was like man like if this guy hits into a ground ball double play home the first i will cry and then like two pitches later he sends one into orbit i'm like ah, okay nice <laughs> i'm the idiot here good i yeah because i love trey turner like i love trey turner but it's like i yeah. i felt that way i still kind of feel that way like i don't want him up with bases loaded with with, yeah. with less than two outs like no but yeah, uh, he got he it done. Saying like that, that was the the most electric <laughs> moment he's ever had. Yeah, he's he's been in. He won a World Series. He's been to several, uh, you know, championships in terms of like the NL championship, and um, he, he's played in some big games. And he's Captain America right now. I know it's I know it's Trout, but he's Captain America right now. He's doing some heavy lifting. Yeah. On this team, unfortunately, I wasn't able to be in that Discord call or watch that game because I was running around Ebor with Antonio Brown that night. But this is true. This is true. Put it on. <laughs> but it, dude, it was it's really fun and just watching these games with people. Like if you guys get a chance, make sure you do that. I, I, my bays last night were watching uh, USA Cuba, which was the semifinal game, and it was not a game. As I've mentioned before, I don't think Cuba's any good. I thought they had the weakest division. They they rolled through the weakest division. It was kind of annoying that they had that because then you look at Puerto Rico and Dominican who Puerto Rico wound up having to play Mexico first game and it's like or wait, who did they play? Yeah, yeah, they did. They played Mexico first game and that's like a brutal matchup. And that game actually wound up coming to the end. 
And then like quarterfinal one, Australia, Cuba, Japan, Italy, bro. Italy, Cuba, and Australia, and the Dominicans didn't get in because they had to face God's Sucks, demons, Sucks. minions in the pool play. I mean, that's just how yeah. it goes. Like, you, what, what can it'd you do? Like but that. it'd be like yeah, that. But like, this Dominican squad was good enough to have made a final, and to not get them at least in games that really matter, kind of sucks. Oh, on, on paper, that team should have won it. The whole thing, yeah. But, they yeah. had the best. They had the best bullpen. They had the best lineup. Just the starters weren't as good as like Japan. It'd be like that. But also, Ju mentioned, like, if you got a chance, watch the games with people. And I bring that up because we have our spectators Discord. We we throw watch parties in there. So feel free. If you if there's a game, join our Discord. Come watch it with us. We we just be in there having a good old time. Yeah, we, we, we talk so. trash and, like, we'll probably do it. Yeah. We're definitely going to do it. If Mexico wins this Mexico-Japan at 7 p.m. Eastern in Miami, if they beat Japan tonight, a lot of our buddies are Mexicans. So it's going to be a little Mexico-U.S. battle in that Discord. Mm -hmm. So make sure you hop in there. It is uh, the Spectators Discord. Though. There'll be a link somewhere in our socials. Make sure you guys join that. Uh, it's a good cool. time. And you get all of our updates on posts and YouTube videos and all that. So it's definitely a good place to be. USA is in the championship, like I mentioned. Despite all the, the, the blips and the, the pitching and the nonsense and the lack of hitting at times. It's funny because we say lack of hitting at times, but they played two playoff games and they scored 23 runs. So <laughs> it's Yeah, ju just the most, most amount of runs coming out of this tournament from everybody. Yeah, everybody. There's been so much scoring. It's been insane. Just so the much. 14 score. to 2. Oh, my God. Yeah, Cuba's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Cuba wasn't good. And, Wait, and, which is wild because you would think like okay no nah, I, I mean how can you name more than three cuban players now that like cespedes isn't a thing <laughs> like yeah. it's yo mancada and i'll wait for the rest like the colombian team had more mlb players so like yeah so it's one of those things um it is kind of crazy though because like dominican and, and puerto rico have like such high level MLB talent typically and then like Cuba is like a pretty steep drop off and obviously like there's political issues that kind of like stop that from being a thing like Randy Rosarena great example he's a Cuban born player they didn't let him play baseball in Cuba and like he has a crazy story that if you guys don't know the Randy Rosarena story just like google why is randy or rosarena playing for team mexico it's an amazing story that you guys should absolutely check out and if you don't already love randy which i do and i mean he's killed the yankees and i don't care i love that guy he's awesome um that story will make you like him even more and it, it kind of describes the boots thing that he does and it, it's just everything about randy when you learn about him is like this dude's so cool yeah, I haven't seen any of that, but I know for the first game of like the WBC that I saw Randy playing for Mexico, I was like, "Huh, huh? What is going on yeah. here?" Like that—that's the furthest thing that I, I thought was going to happen. Yeah, so I'm at, I'm gonna check that out because I'm definitely interested. Rand, Randy's great, and I mean, like you said, kills the Yankees. But as Yankee fans, if you kill us, we got more respect for you. Unless you're like schmucks that like do it one time with like no pedigree, like Mike Brasso, go kick rocks. Randy Rosarena, no, yeah, you're cool. Yeah. I got I got one love off, for Big Poppy. Guys, you're cool. Yeah, one-off guys, like, whatever. Go away. If, if, okay, if Luis Gonzalez never hit balls hard, I'd be pissed at him. Him walking us off in a World Series? You got it. You're, you were I an all. 
No, still hate him. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That, that, that's a one-hit wonder. That, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> No, but uh, you know Never we got we got respect for, for Andy. I'll give you a quick TLDR. Uh, couldn't play baseball in the islands, and mm-hmm. so he's like, "Oh well, let me." And he didn't get drafted, so he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go play in Mexico." And he goes, he plays in Mexico, he does well. Uh, they like adopt him and kind of raise him up, and he plays baseball there, and he falls in love with the cities, and that's kind of where he got his true professional opportunity because he wasn't allowed to play in the islands quick tldr so so i think it was like right before the tournament he got like allowed to play for mexico because you know you have to either be like a citizen or um yeah or like from like a neighboring island like if you play for like the bahamas you could probably play for like britain right or if you play for or if you're like born in the virgin islands you could play play for team usa like you could do that kind of um tangent stuff for countries so it's, it's pretty much like that and he, he got adopted in right before the tournament and now he's the uh the mexican leader and he won them the game against puerto rico with all like an all-time great catch he said he also said that was the best moment of his baseball career that catch really yeah he did he's done a lot of things already he, he definitely has. He's He has the literal best postseason run of any hitter ever. Ever. The most home runs in a single postseason, the most hits in a single postseason, the best average in a single postseason, and that catch was more important than all of them to him. So That's the thing with international play. Like, There's so much more like meaning behind everything because you're not just playing for this team that you ended up on. They're paying you. You got fans that... They might like you. They might not. All that. When you're playing for, like, your country, that's there's so much more in it. That's why these games are electric, bro. And they're a great opportunity so to, to grow a brand and get a following. And, like, you know how many Trey well, Turner fans there been, are now? Well, not even that. There's also been a couple of guys who aren't in the MLB who, like, they're playing in uh, these games and scouts oh. are watching. And they're getting major league opportunities to play. Now, all just off of that, like that's yeah. crazy. It's exactly. I mean, remember when we had Devin on here for the World Cup? That I don't remember his name, but the kid from Argentina. Argentina wins it all. They have a 19 year old super kid on the team. He balls out. Guess what? He gets a deal for the Premier League right away. Yeah, that's how it goes. And he winds up going to Chelsea. And I mean, like, imagine you come into this tournament. You're I. I forgot who. There was a kid. There was a pitcher. That after the game immediately got signed by the the Tigers. I don't I don't remember what game it was, but he played against the the Dominicans and he struck out Soto, Machado, and Devers in the same inning. Three batters, all three strikeouts. Immediately got signed that day, and it's like, yeah, dude, like I'm rooting for you. That's awesome. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the guys on the Nicaragua. Yeah, squad. yeah, it was, it was, yeah. it was, it was. I don't remember his name. I don't either, but shout out to him. So, um, yeah, we got USA going to be in the final. Again, Mexico-Japan coming up tonight. That's going to be a great game. Japan has looked like the best team so far in the tournament, but Mexico hasn't lost yet, and they look like the second-best team in the tournament. They beat USA by a million, and Japan hasn't really played anybody yet, so this is going to be a really tough matchup, and if Japan's going to win this, they got a tough one against USA, and USA gets a... 
a legacy vengeance game against Mexico if Mexico wins. So I'm I, I cool with both. Want that game. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want the USA Mexico game, but USA Japan would be sick. Especially I, you get Otani playing against us too, but Trout on the other side, like you know what I need, and and I think I need this for baseball as a whole. The best outcome for baseball is a USA Japan final with Otani hitting a home run. He needs to hit a home run, and it needs to be a go-ahead home run. They don't have to win it. doesn't need to be a walk-off. Wow. Otani hits a go-ahead home run, like a two-run bomb. USA is up 2-1. Otani, two-run two bomb. Now they're up 3-2. to two. That clip, that yeah. video is going to go electric. It's going to do so many numbers, and that's what we need. We need like the one of these final games to produce like a mega moment. Think of the Bryce Harper walk-off in the playoffs this year like i need a yeah. moment like that so that nah, absolutely i'm right there with you give me us though i don't care who they play no i absolutely <laughs> give, give me give me at, give at, me the, the boys in blue point. give me give me the Trey turner mvp give it give it to me give it to me now it's it's a shame uh, that our boy judge wasn't there but um give it to uh, me anyway if you're going for anybody else and you're you're not with them treason treason <laughs> Although, yeah. like, I'm not mad at you rooting for either of these teams. It's not like you're rooting for, like, Italy. If you're rooting for Italy over, like, the U.S., like, go kick rocks. Japan's really cool, though. I mean, that that's a bad example. I'm Italian. Like, no, bro. Shohei? It's like you're rooting for Shohei or you're, like, tangent to the U.S. Mexican. Like, that's fine. We're rooting for Italy. When have you been to Italy? Tell me right now. Never. Okay. You're rooting for the U.S. <laughs> You're rooting for the yeah. U.S. <laughs> if, if at least we played Puerto Rico. I've been to Puerto Rico a couple times. Like, I got a little bit of stake in the, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a flag in the ship. Like, I promise. We're going, <laughs> we're pledging allegiance off of one weekend trip. Dude, it's a weekend we are only going to the, the sightseeing. Like you're, you're just only, a tourist. You're just a tourist, bro. You got the you really go to France one time. This man running around saying "wee oui, wee," oui. dude. Hey, hey, I love me some French. I love me some French in the World Cup. So, never been. Mm. I'm Haitian. It kind. It's that tangent. It's the tangent we're talking about. It's the tangent. It's the tangent. Uh, uh, no, but that's. I'm excited for that. Um, that's the first tournament. I didn't think we were going to talk about that that long, but that's obviously the stuff we're super excited about, right? And with baseball around the corner, I mean, baseball is less than two weeks away now. Baseball is less yeah. than two weeks away. First opening yeah. day. Next week's episode is going to be all about baseball. So if you guys aren't prepared for that, I am sorry, but that's just what's going to be. Episode 180. I wish it was like 162. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. Let's rewind the clock. <laughs> let's erase. Rewind. Let's re erase the last seventeen. <laughs> Make it happen. Let's get our retro jerseys on and everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll we'll it's we'll we have to go back to the archives, see what we wore for one sixty two, just replicate it to a T. Besides the content, of course. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna be excited for that Same next episode. Monday. Um. <laughs> Episode one sixty two might have been like a World Series episode. Not not even gonna. Cap. It might have been. Nah, it was probably before that. It was probably talking about playoff baseball, realistically. Because that was seventeen weeks ago. That feels right. That feels right. That that feels like that feels like the first week of October. Give me that. I'll take that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. God, Dude, but, for, but forget October, because we're in March. Mm. And the only thing that matters in March mm. is college basketball. That's it. That's the mm. only thing that matters is college basketball. And we had probably the craziest first two rounds of college basketball for March Madness ever. And I know that gets said every year where there's like a big upset or two. I get it. I know. I know. It's annoying. But it keeps happening. But it's annoying. <laughs> but let's go through the list, all right? Let's go through the list. Every year when you fill out brackets, you probably wind up having every pool having a one, two, three, four seed. Probably three of those four in every pool. And then you have like a seven in there. Maybe you have a five in your in your sweet 16. But for the most part, people that have like a mega mind are probably having a one, two, three in there or maybe like a one three four or like a one three two like some combination of those teams right mm -hmm. in your sweet 16s for every corner yeah that means there's 16 available let me tell you how many of those one one two three fours are left alabama houston xavier texas so we got four <laughs> yukon gonzaga ucla kansas Tennessee. That's it. So half the field of those guys are gone. Half of them. Number nine, FAU. <laughs> Number seven, Michigan State. Number six, TCU. Arkansas is in here. They knocked out Kansas. Who else we got? Miami, which isn't too crazy. I actually did think Miami was better than, than Indiana. So shout out Miami. We almost got a Furman in here. <laughs> and Princeton. We have a 15 seed for the second time. Is it the second time? It's the second or third time ever in the March Madness tournament that a 15 seed has not only beaten the number two, but also won another game. If you guys remember, the first team I ever did it was uh, Florida Gulf Coast, Dunk City. Dunk City. You remember the, the Tiger remix to Rack City, but it was Dunk City? Ridiculous. Horrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's a great <laughs> YouTube watch. It's a really hard watch, though. It's a really hard we gotta, watch. We got to go back and, and watch it's, that. It's not a good one, but we'll, yeah. we'll go back. We'll go back. You'll you'll see the, the bad effects and all that. Yeah, and, it's, it, it's been a while. But they were the first team to ever do it. They beat Georgetown. I don't remember who they beat in the second game. I, I couldn't tell you. But they beat Georgetown, they win their second game, and then Dunk City eventually loses in the Sweet 16. Princeton beat Arizona, which, by the way, a little bit of Arizona slander. Arizona is the most choking, embarrassing college basketball team of all time. They have the most losses to a double-digit seed in the NCAA tournament of all time. They have the most losses to a 14 seed in college basketball. They have the most losses to a 15 seed in college basketball. And they have the most first-round exits to a team ranked under them in college basketball. <laughs> Something about choking is just so nice. Oh, they also haven't been to a Final Four in 25 years, so like... Get wrecked, Arizona. Get wrecked. I mean, Arizona sports in general. Like, 
Suns, Cardinals, no. Oof. No, not pretty. Oof. It's a not tough pretty. year. Tough year for Arizona sports yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah so not, they lose to Princeton. They lose to Princeton. They are on a stretch right now. It's not great. It's not great. And then Princeton kind of beats the brakes off Missouri, too, which that was pretty impressive. Shout out, shout out to uh, Princeton for... And, I mean, if you went into this, right, and I don't know how much stuff you were watching, but I was watching a good amount of, like, NCAA podcasts after the first two days, right? And people were saying, like, Missouri, Princeton. Princeton's going to beat them. And it's like, why are they going to beat them? It's like, because nobody in this tournament, I promise you nobody besides Arizona, after that, like, one day that they had to prepare was watching Princeton film because, A, there's not that much Princeton film because how many of their games are televised? How much film do you have on Princeton? Not much. Yeah. And then you're going to prepare for Princeton in one day? The whole point of college basketball and the whole reason college basketball works the way it does is because they have like three, four, five, six days sometimes to prepare for a team. And they're like, hey, this is how their offense works. This is how we're going to stop their offense. This is how we're going to prevent A from getting the ball. And that's why these games don't exceed 140 points half the time. Yeah. It's not like these kids can't score. It's that they, they get days and days and days to prepare. In the NBA, you're playing five games in 10 days or six games in 10 days. Like You're not preparing no, for the Suns on a Thursday. You're just not. You're just getting ready and doing your stuff to so that you go out there and play and hope the best works out. You, you run a game plan. You make some in-game adjustments, but you're not like setting four days of work to like prepare to stop Devin Booker. That's not how that goes in the NBA. Nah. And so you get all that. And in college, you, you need these days to prepare. And if you don't have those days to prepare and you don't have film on Princeton, you get beat by 15 by Princeton in the second round. That's just how that goes. Cause Princeton had plenty of film on Missouri. <laughs> did, did you uh, prior to like any games, did you have any of the one seeds going down? No. To a 16? Not, no, 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 no. Why would I? It's happened once, ever. Ever. I I had one. It wasn't the, the Purdue one, but I had Howard actually upsetting Kansas. Horrible. Didn't happen. But no. I mean, they I mean, wind Kansas, up losing their I mean, next game. So it's not it's not that bad. It's, it's pretty bad. bad. Arkansas is a good it's team. It's not that bad. It's, that, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that, that's fine. I it's mean, not great. <laughs> Purdue lost to FDU. Like, <laughs> it don't matter who you are. Dude, and the, that, FD, that, the FDU but thing, that's the thing. is thing. I don't look at it as like, oh, this team's good so they're gonna beat this great team i don't, I don't look at that i just look at march madness being madness and anything could happen and let's, i mean let's also keep in mind the kansas howard game was the biggest blowout of the tournament just want that to be known yeah. <laughs> they did beat them by 28 points so <laughs> yeah, that's, fine. that's fine um and they did lose that, a heartbreaker too kansas had a as kansas as had as a 13 should. point lead on arkansas and blew it out one so kind of rough Kind of rough. It sucks, too, because Kansas was the defending champs. I kind of wanted to... I really want to see a team go back-to-back. It's been a while. I think the last time we saw a back-to-back was Florida Gators. I think. The the, the Joachim Noah Florida Gators. I'm pretty sure we're the last teams to go back-to-back. I was really hoping to see it. Yeah, right? And that's, like, part of the cool thing about March Madness, especially now. Like, there's no such thing as a dynasty. I mean, you have one-and-dones. Obviously, it's hard to keep these these pro athletes. I mean, there's a reason that you never know. If you're a casual, you're going to assume Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and UNC are good every year, right? You're just going to assume it. But UNC has been the most like up and down organization for the last like six years. They'll have a great year. They won a championship, I think two years ago. 
And then like this year they were horrible and decided not to go to the NIT, which is embarrassing by the way, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, and just like didn't even go to the NIT. And then next year, I bet you they come in preseason number six. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, they got a good recruiting class coming in, I guess, man. Got four four stars that all shoot 70% from three. It was like, okay, whatever. That's the thing. It's, it's just a name. So, like, talent turns over quick for them. Yeah. yeah. For, for these other, like, smaller-ish schools, you, get, you might have, like, a couple-year break before you get a, a good talent. And, I mean, you're you're right back, but... Or maybe it's not, not like the talent, but maybe it's, like, it. the way the, the team gels. Like, look at FAU right now. Yeah, the, FAU, the talent, the maybe the 16, system, yeah. co- coaching, well, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. FAU, they're in the Sweet 16 good, right now. This is the good, best good team they've ever had. This yeah. team's not going to be here next year. You're going to have one of these guys either A, transfer because the transfer portal's a thing, or they're going to go to the draft. Because if you're an FAU guy and you're the best player in FAU, and now Kentucky calls you up, which it won't be Kentucky, but you know what I'm saying. Kentucky calls you up, like, hey, you're a beast. Come start for us next year. You're going to go to Kentucky. You're just going to. Yeah. yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? Because you can transfer, and you can just start next year. It's not like you don't have to start. You can just transfer and start next year. Now you get the NIL deals. Now you get all the Kentucky access. Now you can call John Wall out your pocket. Just call, pick up the phone and call John Wall. What? If you stay at FSU, you're gonna. Who? I'm trying to. Th- I forgot the name of the coach, the football coach. I only remember his name. They had a cool Jimbo? football. Co- no, 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 no. FAU? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I thought you, I, it was uh, Lane FSU. Kiffin. It, Lane you Kiffin. just said FSU. I don't think I did. Doesn't matter. You you can call oh. Lane Kiffin. Oh wow. Ooh, nice. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing? So, the transfer portal is gonna make this even harder to go back to back. But yeah, the the transfer portal, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I still don't know how I truly feel about it. Like, it's great for the kids because like and that's really all I care about at the end of the day is the kids. Yeah. Like, it's great for the kids because you don't have a good situation or you want a better situation. Leave. Go go to this place. Your your head coach that you that recruited you leaves a half a season or before the well year you're allowed to transfer if that happens like before okay. you were allowed to. Uh, yeah but regardless and any circumstances cool like you're you're allowed to leave but in the sense of like watching it on the outside looking in and in terms of like dynasties being built it, it doesn't happen yeah. it doesn't happen because like there might be a guy there who's a really good backup and he's like a pivotal part of a team and their success but now he he wants to start yeah. All power to you, but yeah. now he's gone. Well, and I, you know why I really like it, though? Because recruiting is just all a game, and it's a numbers game, right? And say yeah. you're Kentucky, and you're going out. You know how many scholarships Kentucky probably offers to kids that are high three stars, four and five stars? Probably 15 a year, maybe 20 a year. And say a third of those kids come. So say five of those kids come every year. That's a starting five. But guess what? You're yeah. bringing in five kids. There's seven to ten more already on the roster all five of them aren't starting so you get to kentucky you're told you're gonna do this 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 and this and you get to the lot you get to the team and you start practicing and all of a sudden you're the third string small forward it's like wait a minute i was a five star in high school putting up 27 a game and now i'm gonna be a third string really getting scrap minutes like that's not good for me potentially going to the league yeah 
or any league, well, you know, not every, not every five star is going to the NBA, but like playing professional basketball to some degree. So then you go and transfer, you go to Maryland, you ball out at Maryland, and maybe you get a draft like that. I love that for those kids, right? Because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And that's what's so great about the NCAA tournament. It gives these opportunities with everybody watching, because especially the Sweet 16. Like, if if you're watching San Diego State, Alabama, which is going to be one of the best games, I think, in the Sweet 16, and San Diego State wins this game against a literal murderer, shout out, they got shooters everywhere over there in Alabama. If they win this game, you're going to have the two best players from the San Diego State team get some NBA scouts on them, and it's like, whoa, y'all beat some real shooters. I like what you got cooking. Come play for... The Sacramento Kings, since they only like college stars. Like, nice. Let's get it. W. W. So, what game are you looking forward to here? If you have the Sweet 16, is your final still intact? I lost Baylor. I had Houston Baylor in the final. Baylor is gone from me. I um, I had Marquette Oof. Uh, in there, and they're gone. But I... Right now, my final is uh, Alabama, Houston, UConn. Okay, final so, four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've kind of um, like a lot of people have have had a sleeper on UConn this year. They, which is like, whenever they're good, they yeah. they do well. So. Um, I mean the the game I'm most interested in is, it has to be like that Creighton Princeton game. Weirdly, because <laughs> I, I want to see if Princeton keeps on going. Yeah, and Creighton's not like this super highly touted team either. Like, no. If if there's any matchup that Princeton could have begged to get, it was probably Creighton. Uh, you, you might want to argue like a Miami, but like or like Arkansas, but I don't think Creighton's like a world beater. Like the Big East was not great this year, and really hasn't been for the last couple of years. And so you, you get a team who is in a weaker conference. Like, if Princeton was playing an SEC team here, I'm saying it's chalked. Granted, they just beat an SEC team, but an SEC team with time to prepare, probably chalked. They're, they play Missouri. <laughs> they're barely care. SEC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah they're, they're barely, bro. <laughs> yeah. An <laughs> SEC team or an players. ACC. Well, not ACC. They're terrible. Oh, my God. Dude, what happened to the ACC? Oh, yeah. my God. No, is there an know. ACC team left? There's two actually, Miami and UConn. So, or is UConn ACC now? I think so. UConn might be. I think they are. I think so. I think they yeah. are. I, I think like a lot of those Big East teams went. Uh, yeah, they did. That was ACC. a long time. Yeah, that was a long time ago now. But yeah, uh, the other matchup would probably be like Gonzaga UCLA. Dude, that's a go. I can see either of those teams winning the whole thing. Yeah. And I would, I would kind of like, I'm a Gonzaga hater. I really am. I would like Gonzaga to win it in the year that they're kind of slept on. Like, they're finally not yeah. a team that goes 38-0. They're a team with some some pretty bad losses, and they've lost some games this year, and blah, 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 blah. And they're a three seed now, and it's like, oh, now this is the year Gonzaga. Drew Timmy, the 38-year-old center, finally wins. What's Drew Timmy being in college and being in the NCAA tournament is, like, the most egregious thing ever. That dude is so grateful to, like, COVID for extending his years by, like, two and a half. <laughs> like, Jesus. Be like that. How old is Drew Timmy? That's a thing I want to find out before this episode ends. 
I do have uh, Gonzaga winning that game, though. Ooh, I got UCLA winning that. Yeah. Drew Timmy is 22. Hmm. It's not as bad as I thought. No. <laughs> I was expecting, like, 25. <laughs> it just, it, dude, it feels like he's <laughs> been there forever. Boy, a super senior. It feels like he's been there forever. He only got to Gonzaga in 2019. So, I mean, this is his fourth year, I guess. Why does it feel like he's been there forever? I don't know. It really, it really feels that way. But yeah, that's probably like the true matchup. Like that's that's the best game, at least on paper. The one I'm looking forward to is going to be that UCLA Zags game. Uh, quick, real quick, we're gonna say each game. We're gonna say who we think is gonna win, and then we're gonna get out of here. Starting with Alabama, San Diego, Alabama, Bama, Creighton, Princeton. Princeton. I, I can't have the Cinderella <laughs> go any longer. We're going to go Creighton. Uh, Houston, Miami. Uh, Houston, Miami. I'm going Houston. I'm going Houston as well. Uh, Xavier, Texas. Um, Xavier. I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to agree with you there. Um, FAU, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee as well. I agree. Tennessee's actually uh, a really good team. K-State and Michigan State. Um, I want to say Michigan State. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with K State. I like the transfer story out there. Um, yeah. I, I, he had a game winner last game too, so or not game winner, but a dagger. So I'm, I'm gonna go with them. Um, Arkansas, UConn, Huskies, Huskies. I'm I'm actually gonna go with the Razorbacks. So Arkansas, right. give me that. And then we said this earlier. You got Gonzaga. I got UCLA going to the elite eight those are our predictions for this yep. round um we're not going to predict more than that because that's stupid because our predictions are probably all wrong so whatever <laughs> there's no reason no, to go I don't, I don't know about all wrong uh, I, I got a better bracket that's oh, crazy <laughs> yeah. alabama and houston are winning okay so let's relax they're both gonna win like we're good we got two right proud of us boys no no, no, no nothing's a lock nothing's a lock literally nothing's a lock you know what the one lock is that cool games are going to be played and it's not about the results. It's about the friends along the way. <laughs> all right. That's all we got, folks. <laughs> Everybody, make sure you follow us at Spectators Media on all socials. We'll be live again with you next Monday for baseball preseason episode. It's it's going to be juicy. It's going to be sick. We're going to go over the MVPs that we think are going to happen. Division winners, losers, rookie of the year, all, all the good stuff. The stuff that you want to hear. Okay? Okay. So be there. Be square. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mm. Tickets on sale now for our event photography showcase. Go, Sky Gallery, go, go, April go, 2nd, go. 22nd. Go check it out. Ask Spectators Media. Hit that link. Get tickets. Come see us. We're beautiful. There's going to be more beautiful people there. Beautiful work. Come check it out. Bye. <laughs>